Hello and thanks for joining us. You're listening to the Elect Life Podcast Edition with Liz McGee. We hope you enjoy the journey as Liz takes you through her mystical insights from ancient Jewish writings. You'll find more info on the website at theelectlife.org. So go check it out and make sure you have oil in your lamp for the coming of Mashiach. And now your host, Liz McGee. Shalom. Well, I am going to have a, a set of ball for myself. I am going to try to, uh, in 15 minutes, so I put my little reminder up there. I'm going to try to give you a chunk of Torah, actually a chunk of sewed level Torah, some of the deeper mysteries that are encoded in our Torah. Uh, and I'm going to do one archetype or one kind of image parabolic that's in a uh, symbol that's in our Torah a lot and uh, see if you can follow along because I am guaranteeing that every archetype, everything in Torah actually is a, is a code with, of the tree of life. And if you correctly understand the truck structure of the tree of life, you will correctly understand what all of this is saying. Now, so this is, I mean, most of you get a scale, right? Uh, looks like the beginnings of a scale. And that is correct. So let me, uh, before I get to this, let me preface by there's three, I want to talk about three kind of levels that engage the mind that we, that classically, classically have always been kind of known understandings, okay? One thing I guess is I'm just, if we're the last generation and we're just so off the marker of what the foundational understandings of a lot of our texts, but 15 minutes. One of the main philosophical and uh, categories you could do is antithesis and synthesis and thesis. In other words, two opposings. You have a thesis and an antithesis, this idea of there are opposites, and you have something, uh, a synthesis. There is Now, that is absolutely, I can take that to the tree of life, bottom line, very easily and structurally show you that that's totally built in. But there's two other quick ones that we have to understand that are built in to um, all of life in nature and everything that we understand and also into the tree of life. And that is um, giving and receiving. Everything is into, it is either giving, giving energy, or receiving energy on so many levels. Okay? Uh, the other one that's very important is cause and effect. I mean, who doesn't understand this? Cause is giving. It's the action. And, um, well, effect is exactly what it says. E-F-F-E-C-T. What's going to come about? Because that cause and effect. And uh, most cause and effect on the, on the shot level is pretty easy to get. And the last one I want to say, and above all the archetypes, this is one that really needs to be correctly recalibrated in the mind of Ephraim, a.k.a. the mind of the Christian. Why the Torah is written and needs to be understood in the concept of male and female. And you have over here, you have the male and you have the female. Foundational, structural, the way the Torah is built, a lot of the parables, the analogies, that they're using these core principles. And let me say, too, um, 
this is the left side, because it's over here, right? This is the right side. When Yahweh has a right hand and a left hand, or whatever, left foot, right foot, it's very basic. Follows a simple archetype, all right? So as we go into this, what I want to say is there are a lot of verses that talk about being weighed in the balances. It is a pretty established Old Testament, and it's reiterated in the New Testament. And it has more than two witnesses. So it has three or more witnesses. So it's very established. Um, this image here, let's just weigh in on, uh, you'll find in Daniel 5.27, one most famous, where uh, the story with uh, uh, Persians are coming in. Uh, who, would, uh, who was the king? Gosh, it's probably, I can't remember in my brain now. And, um, this hand comes out of nowhere at a dinner party because he is totally profaning the holy objects, the holy um, temple artifacts. And, you know, the father's like had enough. He had a supernatural, supernatural experience. And the handwriting came out on the wall and wrote these letters. And the only person who could interpret it was the prophet, the seer, the person who had the highest level wisdom and understanding of these arcane concepts and codes and could decipher it for the king, and said basically, well, what, it, what, the, what the writing on the wall said, you know, you've been weighed in the balances, and dude, you've been found wanting. In other words, you know, the gig is up. And within 24 hours, the gig was up. His kingdom was taken from him in a very abrupt uh, and rather ingenious way from the other side. So um, this is, uh, okay, a very established principle. Let me give you two more verses. Job which is a wisdom book. It should always be read uh, as a wisdom book because it has some tremendous remezes that will help bring you into these levels, these so levels. He says in Job 31.6, let me be weighed in an even balance. That L may, or God, L may find integrity. So in other words, when he gets weighed and he has an understanding, something's going on here, and may he fall out on the side uh, in an even balance, and we'll get into that, on the side of integrity. And another uh, witness in Proverbs 16.2, it says, um, a man's ways, oh, a man's ways are pure in his own eyes, right? We all think we're doing the, uh, the, the higher level pure thing. He says, but Hashem in the heart, Elohim, weighs the motives of the heart. He knows a lot deeper what we're, our real motivations, what little schemes you might have. There might be something little hidden agendas. That's something you can't hide from Yahweh Elohim. So, and he can weigh that in the balances. He says he does. He factors that in. So this establishes, but let's see if we can take this. So it makes a mental picture. You know, balances are right and the left. And, you know, this is very part of the culture, you know, ancient times. They really, and you know what? They were I gotta say this classics ruining the planet, they at least had the wisdom to use royal raw materials, stone and marble and and you know, real gems and things. I mean, they didn't so, anyways, so weighing things in the balances um, has many levels of understanding, but as an archetype, as three verticals, does it fit our archetype number one? And I want to tell you this does, and it is called this whole concept is called the three fathers. There are uh, mystically the, the, the sages have put together certain phrases that they know what they're talking about and you better not just try to make something up about it <laughs> unless you're in the club. 
So they got something called the three mothers and the three fathers, and it has totally to do with the letters and the positions of them. All right. But these three fathers is the represents the three pillars that you get out of the tree of life. That's exactly what it represents. There are three pillars which you can make automatically. This is known as the middle pillar. This is the right pillar, and this is the left pillar. Okay. The, this is the right side, this is the middle, this is the um, left side. The left hand, the left arm, the left shoulder, everything that one. Okay, that's what it, so it fits. So our archetype absolutely fits on the tree of life. And now let me just say, weight in the balances is, is a system that's set up that's going down on down here. The motives, the intention. This realm where these quote-unquote balances fall out, this literally is a place um, yes, they are physical, and we will get down always into the physical, but this is a place where Yahweh just said that he would weigh the intentions of the heart, that he can, which is going on right here in this world that's just above. Our psychological level, thoughts that are thoughts that we have that are, that are right above our nefesh. These are all things, these relationships are very deep and thought through and beautiful and, and worth noting, duly noting. Can no other foundation can a man lay than that which has already been laid. The 32 paths of wisdom. So let me get back to this. So we know. So what we have here, this is the middle pillar, and it starts up here with this this keter, with the with the uh, always at the top. This is the dot. This is this is the you know the point of patient always. And this middle pillar comes down, you know, and it's infinity. But it has these two sides to it. These, and they're called, like I said, the three fathers. But because, and it's really thought through, let me tell you why. Because back to our concept of giving and receiving, the male gives. And this is true in nature. Um, it's a male energy. That's why it's, it's a male energy. But the male, he, he it ejects seed. He gives seed into a prepared are received, it's received in a ground. This is so, so the male is always giving, the female is always the womb is receiving, whether it's Mother Earth, the womb of the Earth receiving seed, or it's literally people, or it's, you know, whatever, animal, mineral, or vegetable. You, you figure it out. But um, these principles are laws of nature, and they have the same, and I'll get into this, the same kind of thing is described in modern science, you know, or laws of thermodynamics, whatever they want to call it, you know, saying the same thing. This is ancient, established wisdom. And my thing is, why do we have to reinvent the wheel? We need to go back. This is what it says, go back to our ancient patriots. If it ain't, if it's not broken, don't fix it. But it's a much higher ordered way of thinking. So, back to the middle pillar, Keter. And up and down this pillar, you'll find you have um, Keter, Tifrit, Yesod, and Malkut. That is the, the center, and it's known as the balance. This is why, and it's known as the Mashiach pillar. And this is why, you know, the Yeshua, he comes up with the name of Shar Shalom, the Prince of Peace, why he has made peace between the two. Because these two have very specific roles, and they are calibrated. You talk about something that is so incredibly calibrated. <laughs> All right. This is known as the pillar of severity. Okay? Ever feel like you get your butt kicked by <laughs> Severity. All right? 
this is the pillar. This is the side. This one is of mercy. So these are what the, the pillars are named. And Keter, which is there, is um, the pillar of, um, let me write that up here too. Um, you'll love this, is mildness. But, you know, quite frankly, where do you think, when you go before a judge, if you've ever had to, or, you know, what do you, we, you plea that your um that your your sentence will be mild, right? You will hope and that's no point. You will hope that the judge will have mercy. It's what the Yahweh said. He wants he would rather mercy triumph over severity over here, harsh judgment. Because I'll tell you what, when when things get so out of hand, believe me, and this is what we're seeing in the world, and we'll see more and more. Is what the tribulation, the great tribulation is. Yahweh, you know, when he has to make corrections on biblical world proportions, all right, because nobody else, there's nobody left in the world to do it, per se. But he has a Mashiach. That's not. Anyways, a whole different subject. But the point is, these pillars, these the, the, the right hand of mercy, the right hand of blessing, the left hand of severity, the left hand of judgment for this one, these are foundational. And like I said, why this one is a male energy? Because again, as a vertical, the male energy gives. And as a uh, horizontal female energy, that's all it is. It's not like female, nothing to do with physical gender down here. It has to do with it's an energy field. This receives. I mean, these are really core, basic, extremely accurate. You, you, uh, understandings of how the cosmos on, on all levels operates. So what I wanted to show you quickly was how it is built into our Torah. Everything, if, if, to me, I take everything to the tree of life. If it fits, if, if, if I'm not trying to put a round peg in a square hole, then I know I have the correct architecture and it just releases that, that, that gnosis, that life, that understanding, and I can have rust. I can have peace because I know I walk in the truth. So I hope that blessed you. Sign up for classes. I have a YouTube channel on free videos. Like, subscribe, uh, a full uh, uh, website that has a lot of great information also with some blogs and audio classes. So take advantage of it all. And um, most of all, these are, these, are, these are serious times. So be doing the Father's will, be cultivating His garden, this is, this is knowledge at the level of the gardening when he comes. Shalom, shalom. We hope you enjoyed today's message. Tune in next week as this brings out more on the mysteries that matter and more food for the soul. Thanks for tuning in.